Namaong Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shimate Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Tinami Shivarshabhana Videvi Dayataya Kripadhe Krishna Sambandha Vigyana Dayane Prabhave Namaha Madhurya Jvala Prema Dhyashi Rupan Yoga Bhakti Dashi Gaura Karuna Shakti Vigrahaya Namastute Namaste Gauravani Shri Murtaye Dinatarine Rupano Gavirudha Pasid Hunt Advantarine Hare Krishna. Now both the kirtans we just sung finished with crying. Karuna Nahoile Kandiya Kandiya Prana Rakibova. If I don't get your mercy, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, I will simply weep. Not, I can't, I won't maintain my life and will simply weep. And then, Shishongana Paya Kande Narotamudas. Narotam. Feeling that I came just after the disappearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and all his associates. So how they all left this world, he's not getting their association, I simply weep. So this is the disappearance day of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, who none of us directly saw, so you may think, well, how are we going to weep for his association if we never got it? And what are we doing here anyway, celebrating this disappearance day? But through Srila Prabhupada, I suppose we should say our own Srila Prabhupada because to his disciples and to all of his disciplic followers outside of Iskon, Srila Bhaktisthansa Svartakra is known as Srila Prabhupada. That's one source of Harikash. That's one source of unnecessary controversy. So Srila Prabhupada, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and his subsequent disciplic followers by the process of parampara link us to all these great personalities. Srila Prabhupada once said that by reading my books one gets in touch with all the acharyas. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur also taught that the books that are given to us by the Anacharyas, they're not simply books, they're not simply writing on pieces of paper, but they are the presence of the Acharyas. The Acharyas are present within them. So we are linked with Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur through Srila Prabhupada, who himself said that practically everything about Krishna consciousness was taught to him by his father, Gormohande, who he said was a pure devotee. He wasn't a world famous acharya, he was a very simple person living at home, doing a little business and doing a lot of puja. That was his life. And he had his family and he looked after them. He was a pure devotee. So Prabhupada said that the the extra thing that I learned from my Guru Maharaj was book production. Which Bhaktisiddhanta Sarthakura himself learned from 
one of his two gurus, he, he was initiated, of course, by Srila Gorky Shodas Babaji Maharaj, but practically he, he often referred to his gurus, referring to Bhakti Anod Thakur and Srila Gorky Shodas Babaji Maharaj. And most of what he learned, he learned from Srila Bhakti Anod Thakur. That's what is of course, what is there for him to learn? He's in the, he is Varshabhanavi Devi Dayata Das. He is the, the servant of Krishna, who is in this name known to be very known to be the lover of Radharani, and his own disciples identified him as Nayanmani Manjari. His, we could say his Nitya Swarup, his eternal form in Vrajalila. Although he also has the form Bhakti Siddhan Saswatako, that's also not a temporary form. That's, it's not that he's just temporarily there. So, Nayan Muni, this means the, it literally means the Jewel of the eye. So that means something which is very dear. That's something that you very much like to see. So this name means what is very, because he's the servant of both Radha and Krishna. So he's, Nayanmani means for Krishna, what does he like to see? He, he doesn't like to see anything except Radha. And Radha likes to see Krishna. So he is the form of Krishna's looking at Radha and Radha's looking at Krishna. So the dear thing in the eye of Krishna is Radha and in the eye of Radha is Krishna and to themselves what is very dear is their eye because they by that they can see each other. So his uh, eternal personality uh, manifested in this world apparently as the son of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur although he never referred to Bhaktivinoda Thakur as father. Conventionally we may call him, we may say he was the father of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, but he actually, he was against those who saw Bhaktivinoda Thakur in any material way. He said those who see him as father or as a Baba, Baba means father, or as a Babu, as some respectable gentleman of this world, they do not see. He told so so many people that you never saw Bhaktivinoda Thakur, even though they were apparently lifelong associates. He told them that actually you never saw him because you saw him through the materialistic vision. So Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur appeared to learn about Bhakti from Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Although Bhaktivinoda and Bhaktisiddhanta are eternally related. Bhaktivinoda means the joy of bhakti. 
But that joy of bhakti, that is not accessible without bhakti siddhanta. The prakrita sahajiyas, they want to jump into prema bhakti without understanding the process, without following the process. So bhakti siddhanta sarsartaka established. What is bhakti siddhanta? He is bhakti siddhanta. He is everything that he does and says is inseparable from bhakti siddhanta. So he learned from bhakti Thakur about the printing press, everything, how to set, how to set type. Remember those days, Bhima Prabhu? Were you? Oh, you were in Bombay. I was in Calcutta, which is less materially advanced. But when we were first printing books, it was you take out with the tweezer the type each individual and put it down. And that was a very long process. And then after that came linotype, and then something else, photo. Then we got to computers. Photo typesetting. So that was the system. It was a very long, drawn-out process. You have to write your manuscript and then set the type. Then you have to proofread it several times. Proofread it and copy-read it. Then it can be printed like this. Moving the machine by hand. That was the printing process. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he was writing books and he produced his magazine on and off, Sajjana Toshani. And he taught everything about the press operations to Bimala Prasad, the child who he called Bimala Prasad. Bimala all his sons he actually called by names like this Anada Prasad, Lalita Prasad, names of externally appearing to be the names of Durga. Although the Bimala Prasad appeared in Puri where the uh, the Shakti Puri is the place of the Lord and it's also one of the Shakti Pitam. So there Shakti or the energy of Lord Shiva is known as Bimala. But that Bimala, she's also she's not just the Shakti of this material world, but she's the Shakti of Lord Jagannath. She's all there's also the Bimala original means all of these names, Anada, Lalita, Bimala, they all they're all manifestations of the internal potency of the Supreme Lord. And Bimala is also the name of a Vrindavan Gopi. So it wasn't that he gave some material name. Bimala Prasad 
For those who have the vision of Bhakti Vinod and Bhakti Siddhanta, they can understand that this is a this is a name of of the uh, Vimala refers to the internal potency of Lord Jagannath. So he taught him Bhaktivinoda Thakur was writing books and articles and producing his magazine. He didn't write everything for his own magazine. Other people also wrote Sajjana Toshani. And from a young age he engaged Vimala in the activity, the press. He taught him how to <coughs> operate, how to operate the press, how to organize the, the type. Even when the machine went wrong, later on, Bhaktisthan Sasar Thakur, he installed the presses in his merch at, at uh, Katak Paramarthi Press. Then in Bhagbazar, the great palace temple, and in front of the deities, they had, they had a big hall, and then in front of the deities they had the printing press. It's not there now. The press moved. But he installed the Bhagavad press right in front of the deities. <clears throat> so he would have a ceremony to just, just like you install deities, so he had have a ceremony that this Brihan Mridanga. They'd have a ceremony for opening the press. And he himself would spend a lot of time in the press. It was, he was very interested in this. Even though he was traveling and preaching, he also spent a lot of time sitting and writing. Because he, he, he said that establishing temples, that is for the mass Population that they can come and get some idea of Krishna consciousness so that they can, for neophyte devotees, they can get some training <coughs> and engage in deity worship. But he said that the business of advanced devotees is to prepare publications and distribute them throughout the world to. to prepare Vaishnav literature. So he spent a lot of time in the press and even when the machine went wrong he could repair it, his disciples didn't know he was everything. He was expert in press activities. From an early age <coughs> from an early age Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur kept it with him. His Bimala he had so many sons, but he kept this son particularly with him. And from a young, just from the very beginning of life also, this boy didn't show any interest in anything else but pure devotional service to Krishna. Very intensely executed. <coughs> so our own Srila Prabhupada said, that I learned this one thing from my Guru Maharaj, that he's very fond of books. There's the incident that Srila Prabhupada told, how during his business travels, the activities of pharmaceutical activities, that the apparent 
Abhai Babu and was apparently engaged in although it's not his that's not his eternal occupation it's not that as he was a businessman who became a devotee but rather he's a pure devotee who for some time just like Bhakti Nautaka for some time engaged in activities as a magistrate but he's, he's not that he's a magistrate who's a devotee he's a devotee who was apparently he, he, he made some masquerade or he had some apparent worldly activities of being a magistrate so Srila Prabhupada was for some time apparently a businessman so he took some time out from his business schedule to uh, he visit Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur during the Brajamandal Parikrama which he organized in 1932 I believe it was so he came to join the party when they were at Radha Kund so this is very significant that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sasratak was sent to this world by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is uh, Gora Karuna Shakti Vigraha. He is the very form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy potency. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to this world to distribute his mercy. And the very form of that mercy is Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sarutako. And what is that mercy? He's giving the process of Krishna consciousness that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave, which is ultimately Anarpita Chiring Chirat Kurunyavatyanokolo Samapyata Munutajvala Rasa Swabhakti Sriyam. He gave the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave that which even great Acharyas previously, even Madhvacharya, Ramanujacharya, so many great Acharyas, they strongly, solidly established bhakti in this world, but they didn't give that Unatajvala rasa, the understanding of, or, or the entry into the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, which is the Mm. What is that? Uh, Prema Rasha Shima. Radhar Mahima Prema Rasha Shima. The glories of Radharani, which is the ultimate limit of love of God, that the previous Acharyas did not give. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave this, and Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasarthaka was sent to this world to give this, and Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada was all, he is in the chain of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's showering mercy. He's in the next. Of course, there are others also, but the significant uh, distributor of the mercy which Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati brought down in Parampara is our own Srila Prabhupada. So they, they met these two great personalities at that time. The followers of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta or his disciples, they understood he was a great person, but they didn't understand that this 
businessman who is he's so busy doing his business he doesn't have time to join the Brajamandala Parikrama. He's in Maya. He's he's a rotten Pachagrihasta, rotten Grihasta. They didn't understand who he was, although Bhakti Siddhanta did, because when <coughs> in Bombay, this Abhai Babu, he was helping Sridhar Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj and Goswami Maharaj, Aprakrita Bhakti Saranga Prabhu. He was helping them in the preaching and organizing in Bombay. So one of them, or someone there, said to Bhakti Siddhanta that this Abhai, Abhai Babu, he's very expert. You should make him the president, or the, they didn't call it president, or the, the leader of our Bombay branch. And Bhakti Siddhanta said, no, it's not a good idea. Don't invite him to join. He will do everything by himself in due course of time. So, Bhakti Siddhanta of course, he understood what is this person. Who is this person? But no one else did. Although they were surprised how this Grihasta, he used to get so much attention from our Guru Maharaj. All the big sannyasis are there. But he would give so much attention to this Abhay. So he was, they were walking together at Radha Kund. The, the indescribably most exalted place in the universe. These two indescribably most exalted devotees. So you may consider, well, what did they discuss? They should, they're going to discuss the, the Leela of Radha and Krishna. That's what they discussed, but in a different way. This Bhaktisiddhanta Sarthakwa told his disciple Abhai Chararavinda Das Adhikari at that time. There was some discussion on certain disturbances within the Goryamat institution. And Bhaktisiddhanta Sarthakwa said that if you ever get money print books, and that was the instruction that that made such a deep impact on Srila Prabhupada. And then uh, he, was, he was going through the commentary, the Bhagavad Gita commentary of Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. When in the verse, Vyavasayatmika Buddhi Ekeha Kurunandana, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur gives the comment, what is this Vyavasayatmika Buddhi, this one-pointed intelligence, that means, what that practically means, Srila Vishwanachagvar Thakur says, is that the disciple should take the order of his guru as his life and soul. So, Prabhupada put that together, that print books, and the order of the Guru, that is your life and soul. So then, he understood his mission. He was also told by Srila Bhaktisattva to preach in English. So he wrote books in English. He's, 
he started writing books, Prabhupada, he started writing actually magazine articles uh, in English for Back to Godhead magazine and he wrote in Bengali also some magazine articles. But then when some outsider you could say, someone said to him, why are you producing magazines? You should write books. Why don't you write books? That will have a more long-standing effect. And Prabhupada thought, yes, my Guru Maharaj is speaking through this person. So then he started. He, he made this small book, Easy Journey to Other Planets, and then he started, already more than 60 years old, with no sign of anyone to take any interest in what he was doing, he started translating the Srimad Bhagavatam, consulting all the commentaries. It was a major task, presenting it in English. And then with three volumes of that, the first canto of Bhagavatam, he set out for the West and he started his preaching mission. And that started expanding all over the world. But Prabhupada was always asking for, naturally as his preaching mission expanded, there was so much we can't imagine how he was setting up a worldwide movement of Krishna conscious with people who had just no idea. You know, a few months before, they had no idea what is Krishna consciousness. And all of a sudden, they're preaching. They're the hope of the world. So, so Prabhupada had so much to manage and to teach, and sometimes he would ask for relief from his leaders. And he, he said once that, well, I can, I can give up my activities of preaching all over the world. I can stop that. But I cannot stop my translation of my books because that is my special service to my Guru Maharaj. So he, he gave most seriousness to this. Of course, several times said, now I know I'm going to retire and stop and write, but he never did. <laughs> His, one time in the morning he announced, now I'm retiring, finished. I'm not going to manage anymore, travel, I'm just going to sit and write. Then late morning, he said that early morning, then late morning, letter came from one of his GBCs and he immediately started dictating, I think it was Harishori Prabhu or Shutakirti Prabhu told that his retirement lasted for all of three hours. <laughs> but he went on. He went on, he was, his dedication to his service to his Guru Maharaj, we can see that, that, uh, there's that film was taken of Prabhupada lying on his bed. Hardly, he couldn't move, he could hardly speak, but he was dictating his Bhagavatam commentary. Because he fell, it's my, it's my service, it's my eternal service to my Guru Maharaj, so. Eternal means as long as there's any life left in the body, we should go on with that service. So, this is how we, as followers of Srila Prabhupada, can uh, see what is the disappearance day of Srila Prabhupada Siddhanta He reasons in, ill who tells that Vaishnavas die when thou art living still in sound. A Vaishnav dies to live and living tries to spread the holy name around. So, Srila Bhaktisthana Sasrat Thakur has not died, although some of his disciples attempted to kill him by 
maybe not not literally in the terms of killing the body, but it's said and it appears to be true that certain of his disciples that they collected so many of his they they noted down for years they were in note form they were taking his lectures and they did, later they they were going to expand that fluff them out again into articles but pages and pages pages equivalent to the whole mahabharat in volume of notes were destroyed by certain of his disciples who didn't want to accept his bhakti siddhanta but it lives on that cannot be destroyed apart from the books that he has written that those teachings were transmitted again the, the writings they're not just stacks of paper but they are the presence of the acharya so those who have the ability to to tune in they make heart to heart contact so that bhakti siddhanta is fully within the heart as entered the heart as non different from bhakti vedanta so in this way shila bhakti siddhanta sarasar thakur is living he will never cease to live his his teachings his gauravani is the teaching gauravani so oh, he is he is gauravani so that will continue to live as long as the disciplic followers continue to live according to his teachings so the book production and distribution is at the heart of bhakti siddhanta that bhakti siddhanta has to be distributed shila bhakti siddhanta sarasar thakur in the gauri amart logo he put there's the, the uh, lakshmi narayana and the the puja paraphernalia on one side the vidhi on the other side is rag so in the rag mag there's radha krishna mudanga cartels and a printing press so someone asks what's the printing press doing there and we can understand what the mudanga cartels the bell the lamp that's but what's the printing press this is something modern bhakti sansara tells us this is rag mag so we're following rag mag given to us by bhakti siddhanta sarasar thakur of chaitanya mahaprabhu's sankirtan movement is the sankirtan big sankirtan big drum is the printing press hare krishna shila bhakti siddhanta sarasar thakur ki jai is divine